What's going on, everybody? This is Sean of Ross Like Music. And this is the Super Sunny Love Show. I'm La Molly. This is Blue and Green Radio. Party people, this is Mr. V of Confessions of a Curly Mind, broadcasting through Blue and Green Radio. You're listening to Steve Williams at UK5.org. Welcome to the Blue and Green Sessions. Right, the vibe with DJ Ronnie Ron. Cosmic, Cosmic Radio. Twisted Soul. Futuristica Radio. You're listening to the Blue and Green podcast, and I hope you enjoy what we are going to say. Blueandgreenradio.com. Welcome, friends. You're tuned in to another episode of the Blue in Green podcast. Thank you very much for your time and your company on the show today. My name's Imran, and uh, we have a really, really uh, excellent episode. Before we jump in, however, a uh, quick reminder that the Blue and Green podcast runs in conjunction with Blue and Green Radio, the online internet radio station that broadcasts from London in the UK and is incredibly fortunate to host shows from across the world, uh, all celebrating contemporary funk, soul, jazz, Latin music and hip-hop. So uh, we'd love for you to check us out. Uh, Please feel free to visit our website at uh, blueingreenradio.com where you'll find our never-ending stream of music as well as the full backlist catalogue of our podcast which you can find on the podcast tab at the top or alongside of the web page i'm telling you how to navigate a web page now but uh yes i would love you to check out the site and uh, just immerse yourself in everything that we have to offer uh okay jumping into the show today uh, jumping into our incredibly ambitious show today i'm going to try to coherently relay to you the steps that have built up to this uh, firstly, I should uh, point out that this is another episode, our third episode of uh, our Misery Loves Company series, which is uh, something I've, I'm starting to really enjoy. So these um, regular listeners of the podcast will know I have the, uh, the luxury of spending time with a mix of people, namely our Blue and Green radio presenters, as well as some amazing artists uh, that we've had the, uh, just a wonderful opportunity to sort of sit down and uh, spend some time with to discuss their music. Um, this Misery Loves Company series, as is potentially self-evident, is basically me alone, um, kind of using music to kind of tell my own stories, things that I kind of like to showcase and um we had a great one on uh, Gil Scott Heron and um, the sort of journey of his track, I'll Take Care of You. Please look that one up because it's a lot of fun and I really, really enjoyed that one. Uh, but this is a third in our in our series of Misery Loves Company and this uh, is entitled The Hero's Journey. Nearly dubbed it The Art of Storytelling, but we are going with The Hero's Journey for the show today. So... Okay, again, I'll coherently attempt to explain the steps that have led built to the show. Initially, what what this show was going to be about was uh, to discuss and showcase projects, uh, albums that were created for movie soundtracks, created as movie soundtracks for movies that don't exist. That's oddly specific, uh, but there are a couple of albums, uh, one of which we do feature on the show today by Crushed Velvet and the Velveteers. I don't want to ruin it because uh, there's such a cool story behind it, but I'll, um, we'll park that for a moment. Um, but then in doing my research for it, I kind of was stumbling across and remembering projects that I had come across uh, over like a couple years ago where contemporary jazz artists had created music for as soundtracks to video games that don't exist and now that's just too good an opportunity to pass up so we we kind of uh, have a couple of projects that we're showcasing um, in that regard as well uh, namely by Santiago Bosch and by uh, Gaijin Blues Uh, we'll again we'll we'll jump into those projects in a couple of songs time Um, but we kind of have this wonderful mix of uh projects that are you know soundtracks for things that just don't exist and i think that that's really compelling in of itself and to kind of accentuate that point i was very much prompted like it i remembered a project that i had the opportunity to review for our dear friends over at ukvibe.org uh, a project by andrew mccormack uh, in 2019 uh, he's a pianist signed to uh, ubuntu uh, music a stunning uk jazz label um 
his album Graviton The Calling. He has this, this wildly ambitious album, which I just, I couldn't not discuss it uh, for the purposes of this show. Um, it, 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 he basically aims to kind of represent the archetypal monomyth, uh, basically the hero's journey. Um, there's a professor, professor of literature, Joseph Campbell, who uh, his theories basically outlined the hero's journey across a series of steps so a hero's journey basically comprising the archetype for um uh, any any story i mean uh, we, we can go he has 17 basically steps but different uh, varying psychologists and uh analysts analysts analytics uh neither of those were the correct word but the <laughs> people um who who subsequently moved on from his 1949 revelation um kind of adjust these steps varying between eight and 12 steps depending on whose theories you explore and it's basically this rundown of um uh the events that a story unfolds in so if we if we go with uh let's go with a 2007 version by christopher Vogler. i do want to reference campbell because they are emanating from his popularized theories there were theories that go beyond his 1949 revelations however he his is the popular one his is the one that's cited the most uh, so here are the very very quickly now bear in mind keep in mind in uh, star wars a new hope keep that in your head as i run through this these 12 steps uh, ordinary world call to adventure refusal of the call meeting with the mentor crossing the first threshold tests allies and enemies approach to the inmost cave the ordeal reward the road back the resurrection return with the alexa uh, so i mean some of those are going to jump out as making loads of sense and some perhaps don't without further explanation i don't you know this isn't necessarily the format to further explain those steps in their entirety but it's basically this series of steps that comprise uh, a, a a a person's journey uh, a protagonist's journey across the varying forms of genre fiction so um uh, Andrew McCormack uh, created a, an album of 10 tracks which he's obviously adhering to one of those, uh, those aforementioned 10 stages and he has uh, kind of created an album in that vein celebrating those those various um, outlines which is which is incredible so um, I, I thought that that's a great place to start for the show today so we're going to jump into that so this is a track from andrew mccormack's uh graviton the calling album we're going to play uh fork in the road uh from said album and then when we come back we're going to discuss some of the other projects that we've mentioned uh already as well so really excited about the show today in some ways i think this show is probably a precursor to some other shows that this could extend off uh kind of into i'd love to do one on video games to be honest just one on varying soundtracks and things like that i think that would be a so much fun um so yeah i've, I've started to compile a kind of list for that but uh yeah here we go so <laughs> uh, this is geek podcasting uh at its inverted commas finest and i hope you guys are going to enjoy this i think it's a lot of fun and i uh, hope you rock with me uh for the duration of this show so uh my name is imran blue and green radio blue and green podcast uh, andrew mccormack uh, to the stage please
Andrew McCormack uh, setting off the show perfectly. Uh, I hope you'll agree. Uh, vocals on the track and throughout the album by uh, Naomi Nuti as well. Uh, shout out to them and all musicians involved and uh, the brilliant Ubuntu music. Um, from there, we are going to move on to uh, pretty much the first... Um, project that we had kind of picked out uh so that we had singled out for the show today we talked about the concept of uh music uh for as a that were created as a soundtrack for a film that doesn't exist so i'm going to read you now something from um crushed velvet and the velveteers and their Bandcamp page so um i'm just going to read it as as it is displayed this is from their 2011 uh, album entitled The Big One. So it says Royal Family Records is Alan Evans has unearthed a lost gem. Crushed Velvet and the Velveteers, a band born in 1974, once recorded a soundtrack to the motion picture The Big One. This Shaft meets 007 Blaxploitation film unfortunately never made it to the big screen as the movie was said to have been lost in a fire soon after completion. Earlier this year, Alan Evans discovered the original soundtrack and has brought it back to life for all to experience. All of that is nonsense. <laughs> all of it, apart from the name Alan Evans, is a complete lie. And I love it. I love it. Uh, he went all in on it. So Royal Family Records... Um, a defunct label now, but it was set up by members from Soul Life and um, as a vehicle, you know, as an independent label to release music uh, from themselves, from uh, Break Science uh, and Eric Krasner and indi- as individual members uh, of the label. Neil Evans uh, has a brilliant album uh, amidst the, uh, the the label's tenure as well. Um, so Alan Evans, obviously uh, one of the founding members of the label, one of uh, one third of Soul Live. Uh, he kind of uh, he created this himself. So that that, that backstory is is completely fabricated. Um, so this was initially created in 2011, and um, as music he, which he created uh, it was sort of a project um, uh, he created as a guitarist. He's a traditionally a drummer uh, and producer, but it was basically him getting his lead guitar on and. Um, and that was the kind of the fabricated story and there was little else uh, kind of said about it as well which is i was i remember at the time reading it and being completely sold on on the backstory but um as a as a as an added bonus uh to uh to this portion uh i actually have alan evans um uh, go, do, uh harking back to a conversation that we had for a po- previous blue and green uh podcast episode where he, we discussed the music he was making uh in 2020 and he discusses this project he kind of because uh for 2020 and 2021 he's sort of bringing the project back after that you know nine ten years uh since 2011 where they initially debuted and he didn't do anything with the, the band since but we have a the, the snippet which i'm going to play for you right now where he talks about kind of his creation of it and um again i thought it was a wonderful inclusion for the show uh, you know in terms of that um uh, creating music as a soundtrack to a film that just doesn't exist and i love the backstory and everything that he created so we're going to play uh the big one uh, the main theme which is the album's opening number you can still purchase this via Bandcamp, uh via the vintage league music now uh label and uh, so here's here's alan evans setting up the project the crush velvet and the Velveteers is is my um, my guitar is like an alter ego, my guitar player alter ego, I guess mm. you would say. And um, and I have I put out a, a, a album years ago. I guess it was back in oh, I don't know 2011 or something like that under the Crush Velvet and the Velveteers. And at that at that time, it was actually during another break. Um, so live when we were off from touring and I just kind of found myself going into my studio whenever I wasn't recording some other people and I'd just kind of go in there I was just playing a lot of guitar and started writing all of a sudden writing these tunes like oh man I, I this definitely is kind of feeling like an album but I didn't really I, I knew they weren't songs for Soul Live and they weren't I had put out like a solo album a few years before that. And, uh, and it didn't really fit in that vein. I was like, man, I, I, and the thought of me just putting out another album with, and at the time back in around 2009, 10, 11, 
the the big thing was people a lot of people were putting out albums it was super lazy even major labels and that, but they would just put a photo of someone on, on and just their name and the name of the it was just nothing interesting about artwork anymore it was just like throw, throw a, a, a you know a photo of their face on and that was it wow and just the thought of that was driving me crazy i was like i'm not going to put out something that says alan evans with my face and you know i was like mm. is i gotta do something else so i kind of created this it turned into like a concept album and that it was like a this old album i'm speaking of was a uh soundtrack for a uh a fic, uh, for a movie that just didn't exist, you know. Awesome. But, uh, it was like this whole story I came up with, like, oh, like um, this band re- got in touch with me because there was a this movie that was uh, destroyed in a fire that never came out, but the soundtrack survived, and they wanted <laughs> me to mix it. <laughs> so I had names for all the my you know the different personalities and all the musicians in the band and this and that. So anyway, Crush Velvet is the guitar player and the leader of the band.
That was the main theme of the big one by Crushed Velvet and the Velveteers. Hope you enjoyed that along with the accompanying uh, Alan Evans snippet, which is taken from the Blue and Green podcast, episode 52. Uh, and that's a bucket list conversation for me. It really was. I was so thrilled uh, to kind of talk, get to talk to him, to be honest. But um, yeah, so uh, from uh, soundtracks to movies that don't exist, let's move on to soundtracks to video games that don't exist. And we have two uh, really exciting projects to discuss. We'll go with uh, Santiago Bosch. Uh, first and his project Galactic Warrior. This is his self-release from 2019. Uh, the multifaceted uh, pianist from Venezuela uh, with an incredible resume um, has this uh, really, really exciting project. And it's one of those things that even if you're not necessarily told what his intention is in terms of uh, the kind of the video game aspect to the actual compositions, you kind of pick it up fairly quick um i would say kind of you know even the song titles uh you know in of themselves they kind of leap out level eight main menu finding your way out and then that the sort of the the kind of the actual compositions they kind of emulate this sort of fervent like desperate uh, the pace of a hero that's committed to, uh, I think I wrote, to the fulfillment of his quest. Um, like a sort of early 90s kind of Sega Mega Drive, uh, Golden Axe kind of uh, games and Shinobi and stuff like that, which is just oh, brilliant. It's such an incredible project. And, you know, there, there's sort of elements of electronica in this album. There's elements of jazz funk at times. But... Um, yeah, the, the the kind of the overall uh, uh, direction and um, perspective of, of the video game is very prevalent uh, throughout the entire thing. And it's a really inspired kind of approach to a project. It really, really is. I'm, you know, I'm sometimes a type of person that just on paper, if I just read about an album on paper and I read something like that, then it's, it's just, it's an absolute win uh, for me. You know, I just, I love a kind of a good story behind uh, a project and uh, I think in many ways that's what this this show is obviously about so um, I thought a great track to play to showcase uh, this kind of real like uh, kind of well okay so the song we're playing is called Persecution and it's like it's six and a half ish minutes long and it's got this just this overwhelming kind of cacophony of sounds and it's sort of indicative of this bizarre kind of cosmic nightmare and uh you just kind of just just let it take over because it's just it's just glorious and uh probably one of the best i think um tracks we could play to showcase from the album so um let's go straight to santiago Bosch from his album galactic warrior 2019 the song we'll be showcasing is the brilliant persecution Thank you. 
from one video game soundtrack to another. This time we're going to venture over to the Shapes of Rhythm uh, record label and uh, the project by the Gaijin Blues duo. Uh, their album Gaijin Blues 2, uh, which was uh, completely inspired by Japanese role-playing games uh, and uh, I guess their years uh, of the two of them playing Final Fantasy and Super Nintendo, etc., etc. They have created this really wonderful kind of concept album uh clocking in at how many tracks is this this is eight tracks uh and it is it's it's a, again just like the santiago bosch project it's such an inspired um kind of approach to a project to an album uh you know the the concept of creating a soundtrack to a video game it doesn't exist it, it just blows my mind um kind of i wanted to, to steal some words from the album's Bandcamp page, uh, which is, this is a sequel to a story you've never experienced. You are the protagonist who is coming back home to see his world completely changed by seemingly harmless technology. Each track is a chapter in this tale. Collect the items, gather a party, and use your wit and imagination to find out the truth, because technology usually comes at a price. What a wonderful... What a wonderful sentiment, a wonderful kind of approach, because it's a, it's an album that is created from uh, a mix of sampling and live instrumentation, and uh, I suppose there is an element of electronica that runs throughout, as would be indicative if you were going to create music in line with a kind of a, a retro video game, then uh, elements of electronica and technology are going to form a basis of subsequent compositions. So the idea that this is in rebelling uh, at the same time is yeah, it's wonderful it's inspired we're going to play a track called puff puff um and uh, it's yes and it, it i think everything about the its approach and style just really bashes you on the head instantly in a glorious way so i'm um, i wish i could see all of your faces <laughs> when we press play uh, if you have yet to experience this this fantastic record
sincerely hope you guys have enjoyed the show as much as I have. Uh, it's been so much fun to kind of delve into these projects and sort of look at some inspirations behind them. Uh, I, I feel like we there's, there's so much more I think to kind of unearth with these kind of level this level of kind of concept records or just concept records in general might be uh, might make a great take for one of these misery lovers company shows. Um, I kind of want to explore so much from from the things that we've talked about. There's like a, a video game episode of this that's kind of in the back of my head uh, that I'd love to kind of look at. And um, sorry, music video games. I should I should clarify. And uh, yeah, there's just there's there's a lot of of interesting things I think we've touched upon. So it'd be great to spend some time and flesh them out properly uh, as i say i really hope you've enjoyed the uh, the music that we've had on offer really inspired projects uh, and as i said it's been a real joy um misery loves company obviously part of the blue and green podcast and uh blue and green radio so please feel free to check out blue and green radio.com for future shows and podcasts and our radio stream we have one more song to go on our journey today um, we are and we will be ending as we began and we were we're returning to the concept of the hero's journey our theme our title for the show today um this is um yes this is by uh i'm trying to think this comes from a record not necessarily created uh in the vein uh of kind of that we've you know like like the other projects showcased but um it's a, it's a project that's very cinematic uh, in its in its approach into its sort of just general compositions. We're looking at Michael Olatuja. Uh, his he's a stand up bassist. He is a uh, producer, and he has this stunning album. This wonderful, beautiful, beautiful album uh, called Lagos Pepper Soup, and it was released through uh, the wonderful label of Whirlwind Records, who had recently celebrated uh, their tenth year of making music uh, in 2020. Was their tenth year. And um, uh, they have this stunning album that they've aligned with Michael Olatuja to create. Now we're going to play a song called The Hero's Journey, uh, which I thought was an apt closer for the show today. Um, uh, the whole album, as I say, is very, very cinematic in its approach. It's sort of in- enriched. It's bolstered by just a great lineup of musicians from Diane Reeves to uh, Brandy Younger, harpist, um, and um, uh, vocals by... Uh, uh, Laura M. Vula, I've gone blank on names, I beg your pardon, um, and Becca Stevens. Uh, Robert Mitchell, pianist, appears on the album as well. It's just a great lineup, uh, a dream team lineup of, of artists uh, throughout the project. Regina Carter, a uh, violinist, guests on the song that we're about to play, which will be a near nine minute uh, opus uh, entitled The Hero's Journey. As we said, closing out as we begun, I think it was a perfect closer. Uh, if you listen very carefully to the song, you'll hear the awesome, fantastic vocal of Miss Thana Alexa on the track as well. Uh, just bringing, bringing all levels of, uh, of beauty to, to an already gorgeous uh, track. And um, this, this is a, just a, a song indicative of the entire album. Again, these strings really take us to a, uh, just a, a whole other plateau. Um, and um, uh, yeah, I just, uh, yeah, perfect closer. I hope you guys will enjoy this. Hope you've enjoyed the uh, the show today. So um, Thana Alexa, Regina Carter, and of course, Michael Olatuja now to send us home uh, with The Hero's Journey. <laughs> 